0: get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host Dan Bongino. Remember what went down in Wayne County, Michigan, those two uh, Republican election board officials who were pressured into changing their vote when they said, "Hey, hey, 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 hey. There's something a little bit wrong with our vote count here in Wayne County around Detroit." Well, they did the the, the Dipsy Doo Flipper Flipperuski. You know, you know the Flipperuski Remember usual suspects? They, they flip you. They flip you for real. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot out the to laugh, Joe. I haven't. No one knows you're there yet. No one. New listeners have no idea who that laugh was. There's a flipperoo, dipsy-doo flipparooski that happened last night. It is the Wayne County Election Board. Two Republicans. I guess you got tired of being doxed and called racist. says, no, no, I don't think those votes look good. I got that. I also have an explanation of Aslo. ASLO which is a voter auditing software, ASLO, that, do uh, you know what that is? You, um, you may want to know what that is. Because it gets really crazy who's auditing our votes and stuff like that. A lot of weird stuff going on. we also got some video of, you've probably seen it, but oh, it's worth playing in, of, of uh, dictator Andrew Cuomo up in New York losing his mind because someone dared ask him a question. You can't do that with tyrants. God forbid, you know, that whole working for the people thing doesn't really work for them today's show brought to you by express vpn ladies and gentlemen get a vpn surf the web in peace protect your online activity from prying eyeballs go to expressvpn.com slash bongino welcome to the damn bongino show producer joe now i can finally introduce you laugh away my friend yeah how are you fine sir i'm doing good and, and Asler, which had a good reason to go to the gym I see. Yes. It. it, it well, for <laughs> well, me, it is. Me too, I haven't been but... working out much and things are dropping. <laughs> so dropping. you never know. Yeah, I've been I've been a little slow. I skipped a workout yesterday for the first time. Yeah. I burned all my energy on the show. That was it. I was done for the rest of the day. Right, Paula? I was a total crash. Everything came out in one fell swoop. And boom, one horizontal for the rest of the day. Thank God my wife was here to take care of what else can I do for you? my sweet love. I said nothing. Just sympathize with me. I'm all right. I'm just messing with you folks. I'm good. I always swore to you, right? I would never do a show if I didn't feel like it because I, one time I was at CPAC for your new listeners and Ann Coulter was giving a speech and she was sick and she kept telling everybody she was sick and I felt awful for her. I really, I could not, and she was a good speech, but I couldn't pay attention because I felt so bad for her because she was sick. So I swore, <laughs> did I not show? Arrowhand, I would never do a show (laughs) if I didn't feel like doing it. So I have to be here. I'd love to be here. It makes my day, keeps my mind off this whole thing. All right, right, let's get to it. Today's show brought to you by our friends at We The People. Hey, the pending results of the election will no doubt cause a spike in firearm sales, as they always do. If you're making a purchase because you're worried about the future of the Second Amendment, I want you to be safe, responsible, and that means carrying with one of the best holsters out there. We the people holsters starting at just $40. We the people holsters are custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly. How do I know that? Look, you see that? Because there's mine. Fit precision to my specific firearm. This is for my 43 Glock, And made right here in the USA. Check that out. See that? Best in the business. You get a nice click when you put it in there they have thousands of options to choose from plus an amazing selection of printed holsters their proprietary clip design allows you to easily adjust the cant and the ride of your holster so it'll fit comfortably and securely at all times don't go for one of those crappy one size fits all inside the band waistband holsters. those things no good go to we the people slash dan get yours today every holster ships free comes with a lifetime guarantee get an additional ten dollars off with the offer code dan it makes a great gift Satisfaction's guaranteed if it's not a perfect fit send it back for a total refund it's really that easy we the people holsters.com slash dan we the people holsters.com slash dan use offer code dan today all right joe let's go a <laughs> little slow on the switch there i noticed i won't say anything to all the right. audience so Thank don't worry you. i think i just did hold your horses hold your. hold oh, my grandmother used to say that remember hold your horses i actually wrote that down so I went, I love Grandma. God rest her soul. Grandma Eileen, you were the best. Hold your horses, folks. Uh, Wayne County, Michigan. We had the the flip, the flipperuski, and then the dipsy do flipparooski yesterday. What do I mean? So Wayne County, Michigan, which encompasses the Detroit area, there was a vote count. As you know, the the uh, the vote count in Michigan did not go President Trump's way. But Wayne County, which was counting some of the votes out of Detroit, noticed some suspicious patterns, suspicious voting patterns. I'll play video just quickly in a minute of Ronald McDaniel, the head of the Republican National Committee, who's actually from Michigan, who explains precisely what the problem with the Wayne County vote is. So what happened is you had these four election board members in Wayne County. Everybody tracking? I spoke about this yesterday, right? The two Republicans on the election board in Wayne County said we can't certify this vote in Wayne County, which will likely lead to problems with the certification of the Michigan vote, which would cause problems for the certification of Joe Biden as, quote, president-elect if that doesn't happen. So there's a cascade of events. Everybody tracking? No Wayne County. Probably no Michigan. If that cascades into problems in other states, probably no Joe Biden president-elect. Copy. Could be. Yeah. That's a cascade in a chain of events that could happen. So Wayne County is not just about Wayne County. I'm Budsman Joe. You tracking, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, I am. Arrow hand for Joe. Thank you. Paul, let's give me the head nod too. So Wayne County, of course, as we showed you yesterday, these two GOP election board members were pressured into rescinding their refusal because it was a two-two tie. So they couldn't certify the vote. Uh, by maniacs who we played the video yesterday, calling them racist, blah, blah, blah. You've heard all the nonsense, which I said I found quite bizarre because there's nothing more racist than putting a bunch of voter fraud or potential voter fraud in largely minority communities, which disenfranchises minority votes. I, how how is it racist to call that out? It's racist to ignore it, is it not? Like I said yesterday, the the liberal media approach to this seems quite bizarre. Voter fraud is A-OK in black communities. But in white communities, we're not having that. How's that not racist? Can you explain? Of course you can. You're liberals. You can't explain anything. Can't even explain your own policy positions on basic stuff. No less complicated things like maybe we should look in the voter front. Well, what happened last night? Just the news. John Solomon's excellent website. I have this story in the show notes. I strongly encourage you to read it. Mangino.com slash newsletters. How you get the show notes. Just subscribe right there. In a dramatic reversal. We flipped you. Flipped you for real. Dramatic reversal. Wayne County Election Board Republicans rescind votes certifying results. In affidavits, GOP Canvas Board members claim they were bullied and say there were too many irregularities in Detroit and the Detroit vote to justify accepting the election results. You know, on a very serious note, I did that show a long time ago. We won Nuclear. It was one of our... We've had like four or five shows that relatively speaking to the size of our audience at the time went crazy where the listenership was two to 300% what we had in like a seven day average. One of those shows was the dancing show. Dancing show. What do you mean? You teach people, how to dance. no, no, I can't dance. Did you ever see me dance? I, this guy, I know, his friend of mine said he saw me dance at my wedding and he loved it. I'm like, well, were you drinking that night? Like I can't dance at all. Even Paula swears it was good. It was not good. It was not good. I can't dance. But I did a show on dancing where I talked about this video about how it's not the first guy to jump in the ring and start dancing at a party. Everybody starts laughing. It's the second guy who joins him who starts a cascade movement. Well, folks, someone's jumped in the ring and started dancing. And it's these two GOP county commissioners who say, you know what? We're not going to take this bullying and this calling us racist nonsense for calling out what appear to be irregularities in a vote count. We're rescinding that. The dance has begun. It's time for you to jump in and join them. I'll play that video again one day. It's a great video. It's used all over the world. Why? To show people how movements begin. It's a small, it's it's not a huge, it's at a dance festival. Literally, guy gets up dancing like a crazy man. Everybody's like, look at this city. Then someone gets up and joins him. And then a third person, and then a fifth person. And then you have hundreds of people dancing, having a good time at this party. It's not the first person to dance. It's the first person to join. Someone started dancing. And it's time for all of us to start dancing now. These GOP county commi- uh, county election board commissioners uh, there or election board reps have had enough. It's time for us to back them up. There is nothing more racist than ignoring voter regularities in minority communities suggesting their communities don't matter. Well, what happened in Wayne County? I explained it to you yesterday, but Ronna McDaniel was on Martha McCallum's show on Fox last night. She's the head of the RNC, as I said, and is from Michigan Kind of important to the story, no? Wayne County's in Michigan for the liberals listening. So she kind of knows a little bit about Michigan politics. She was on and she rather succinctly explained what the hell's going on in Wayne County. Why can't they seem to get the vote right? Did you vote? Did you not vote? What's going on? Well, listen to Ron McDaniel. She does a great job. Check this out. It's horrific. It's bullying. It's frightening. And you know, if you look at what Monica and Bill were saying, and this is an issue in Wayne County in 2017. The lieutenant governor, who's a Democrat, said it was a catastrophe that what was happening there, because 80 percent of the precincts did not match this past summer, 72 percent, this one, 171. And what does that mean? It means a precinct has to say, these are how many absentee ballots we sent out to voters who requested them. So say we sent out 100 and then they get 200 back. How does that happen? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. How does that happen? I'm just checking. how How do you how do you send out a hundred absentee ballots, and I get two hundred back? <laughs> how does that How does that go down? Could there be an explanation, ladies and gentlemen? As a man who lives by Occam's Razor, given all possible explanations for a problem, the one you should always accept is the one that is the most parsimonious and requires the least amount of assumptions. In plain English, keep it simple, stupid. Occam's razor. Is there a simple explanation for it? If there is, I'll, I would love to hear it. We will put it out on the show. There doesn't seem to be one. Nobody's offered one. One has not been proffered yet. Joe, have you heard it? Has there been an explanation yet? No. Am I missing it? No. You didn't tell me before not the yet. show. No, Are you hiding information? No, I wouldn't do that. Paul, dude. what about you? Mm-mm. Well, I, I, I just my I love, Joe. My mm-hmm. wife is not hiding it from me either. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I want the explanation that requires me to assume the least. Were there 200 ballots that appeared out of a spaceship? I don't know. That requires me to assume a lot that spaceships exist. So we can discount that. But if you sent out in Wayne County, Michigan, a hundred absentee ballots and received 200 back. The explanation right now that requires for me, the least amount of assumptions is that some of those ballots were not genuine because they weren't the ballots that were sent out because it was only a hundred, 200 came back or, or they could have been legitimate ballots from somewhere else that were sent back to Wayne County, Michigan. Hmm. I, I, Oh, again, oh, 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 we're not allowed to ask questions anymore. Folks, by the way, again, we have to put on the Captain Serious hat here for a minute. We like to jump back and forth. <laughs> Joe and Paula can vouch for me on this one. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes right now to shut people up. I don't say that to be like, hey, Mr. Cryptic guy here. But the you I told you yesterday what happened with Outbrain, that ad widget that just randomly canceled Bongino.com. I'll talk about that in a later. The pressure to shut people up on social media with the tech tyrants, Facebook, Twitter, Google, YouTube, to stop people from asking these questions. It's beyond Orwellian at this point. It's going like Third World Republic style. I'm telling you, I'd waste the whole show telling you about the emails I'm getting from friends of mine and the bit—the pressure coming from everywhere to not talk about this is overwhelming. Now, how many hits do I give with an S in front of it? Exactly zero, because I talk about what I want and I don't care. But I'm telling you other people who aren't in the position I, I am and I, I don't have the safety and security I do, I run my own show, the pressure to shut up is overwhelming. Nobody wants to ask the question, how did you send out roughly 100 ballots? It's a number she pulled out. But how did you send out X amount of ballots and get X times two amount of ballots back? Hold your horses on this election. Trump should concede. Why? Why exactly? Why should should we do that? Like I say, or as my grandmother, God rest her soul, Eileen Sadler, we love you. She said all the time, Joe, this was her favorite line. Like I says. (laughs) So like I says, concession speech doesn't look good today. Probably not tomorrow. Next, Next week looks really terrible too. Can we get some answers on this first? If we lost, we lost. But we better have lost legitimately. And I'm not sure that's the case. You may say, all right, Dan, that Wayne County, Michigan thing sounds suspicious. More ballots back than they sent out. <laughs> that sounds kind of weird, no? Well, check out this little doozy in Wisconsin where President Trump, air quotes, lost by a sliver here because we don't really know yet. There's a list, uh, The Trump campaign filed a lawsuit in uh, Wisconsin. By the way, hat tip to the great Kyle Becker again. Their hat tips are appropriate and needed. He's doing a great job in his social media accounts covering a lot of this stuff. Here are some red lines from the Wisconsin lawsuit the Trump campaign just filed. So get a load of this. Municipal clerks throughout the state of of Wisconsin, excuse me, illegally altered absentee ballot envelopes by independently adding witness addresses to absentee ballot envelopes that were returned to the clerk without a witness address supplied as required by Wisconsin statute. Wow, that sounds weird. It can't get worse. Oh, of course it gets worse. These actions violate Wisconsin Statute 6.876D, which states if a certificate is missing the address of a witness, the ballot may not be counted. Sounds pretty clear. No, Joe, no address. What? Don't count it. Sounds pretty straightforward. Come back to that for a minute. Sounds pretty straightforward to me. I mean, me, you know, I'm a former federal investigator. You have to be an investigator for this to make sense. right? Of course you don't. It says pretty straightforward. No address. May not be counted. It doesn't say think about it, if you feel good that day, if you're a Biden supporter, you can, if there's no address, the ballot may not be counted. It goes on. These actions also violate Wisconsin Statute uh, 6.879, which states, if a municipal clerk receives an absentee ballot with an improperly completed certificate or with no certificate, the clerk may return the ballot to the elector. Sounds pretty straightforward to me. You get a ballot that's not filled out right with no address, you send it back. You don't add the address. We'll see where that lawsuit goes to. Again, folks, fair, fair questions. Right? Are we allowed to ask these questions? Wisconsin law. You get a ballot with no address on it. You have to either send it back or it's no good. You don't get to fill the address out. This isn't North Korea. I'm telling you the pressure to not talk about this stuff is overwhelming. Overwhelming. Even friends of mine in the space, again, who are very worried about their, are getting really horrible pressure exerted on them, beach ball under the water to shut their mouths. Why? If Occam's razor applies, and there's an innocent explanation to all this, why Wisconsin allegedly was putting addresses on ballots that didn't have them against their own Wisconsin statute regs, If all this stuff in Wayne County, if these absentee ballots they received that were never sent out are legitimate, then just explain it to us. I'll put it on the show happily and we can all move on. But why are they so afraid of us asking questions? What kind of country do we live in now? People are dancing, folks. I told you the other day and I meant every minute of it. When I went to church last weekend, no one was tired at all. Despite my condition, I'm not tired one bit. I've never been more energized for this fight. I've never been more energized to ask the questions. And we will ask the questions, no matter what. You deplatform us one place, we'll go right to the other one. You put that beach ball under the water, we'll pop up in the water over there. We're not going anywhere. And there's nothing, nothing you will do to silence me. You will only make me and all of my friends in this business stronger the more you attack us. There's nothing you can do to us, nothing. All right, folks, I got more. I got the second part of this election 2020 update. It's called, Hey, this is interesting, part two. (laughs) You know, um, that guy who was fired from DHS for issuing that statement? This is the most secure election of our lifetime, despite the fact that we have evidence there were real problems here. Remember that guy? Interesting, a project he promoted with this ASLO place. Wait till you hear his. This is like crazy time. I'm not even. Total crazy pills. Pills emoji on social media. Total crazy pills time. Let me get to my second sponsor today. Our friends at LifeLock. Ladies and gentlemen, I had my identity stolen. It was awful. Um, I had to cancel my credit card because of it. It was a relationship I had with that credit card company for a long time. They went out and bought real estate programs. I am not kidding. Not a joke. Took me about a year to clean up. Was a mess. I got LifeLock a long time ago. for my family, my kids, my brothers, my sister, everyone. Because LifeLock protects against these identity threats. Working from home has its challenges. So hotels are advertising daytime room reservations for guests seeking quiet, distraction-free work environments. But according to the FBI, accessing sensitive information from hotel Wi-Fi poses an increased security risk over home Wi-Fi networks. Hackers can exploit lax hotel Wi-Fi security to steal work and personal data. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are, are affecting your lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet. You know that. We shouldn't be doing it. You could miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. I have it for me, my kids, my wife, everybody. They send you a text when someone checks my credit. It's great. I love it. I call my wife. Hey, did someone do a credit check? Yeah, no problem. Luckily, we've had no problems lately because of LifeLock. They help detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has been compromised or potentially compromised, they'll send you an alert. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock can see threats you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Go to LifeLock.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino. Get 25% off today. Thanks, LifeLock. LifeLock.com slash Bongino. All right, this segment's called, hey, this is interesting, isn't it? (laughs) And by interesting, I mean like, what the hell? By the way, during the little break, like what break? You just heard a show? Hey, take a little break after my second thing. It's like th- after my second read. It's like 30 seconds long, a little inside baseball. When we do the live stream, you'll probably see it coming soon. Paula told me during the break, the dance episode is episode 671. Check it out. It's a good one. That thing went nuclear. But although by those standards, everything would be nuclear now. But it was good. It was a good one. So check this out. So this cyber infrastructure security agency, CISA, C-I-S-A, that was headed by this guy, Krebs, who Trump fired the other day. They issued this statement. Remember, they said, hey, listen, this is the most safe, secure election like ever in human history ever, ever, right? And we were like, really? Because there seems to be a whole lot of questions about this. Well, this is, again, a branch of the Department of Homeland Security has some interesting um, bedfellows, shall we say. Check this piece out at the Hill. Again, we're we're just asking questions we're still allowed. Uh, the thought police may knock on my door any minute, but that's okay, mid-show. Maybe they've intercepted the live stream right here. I don't know how. It's not over the internet, but who knows? The Hill. DHS cyber agency invests an election auditing tool to secure the 2020 elections? Uh. Okay. You think the government would kind of run their own, those individual states and stuff would have their own auditing tools, or we just have like voter ID, crazy stuff like that, and a paper ballot trail so like anybody could audit it? But no, they had to invest in some fancy auditing tool. Okay, sounds, uh, Sounds legit to me. So let's check out a screenshot, first screenshot from this Hill piece about what exactly this auditing tool was. For the liberals this thing auditing, meaning you can go back and look at the results of whatever, an accounting trail, voting trail, whatever. I mean, no vocabulary isn't necessarily your strong suit. You like to play the euphemisms game, but whatever. So here we go from the Hill. The Department of Homeland Security Cyber Agency announced Thursday, that's sysa it would partner with election officials and private sector groups to develop an election auditing tool that can be used to help ensure the accuracy of the votes in 2020. Okay, huh, sounds interesting. That sister group I told you about is partnering with a nonprofit group, Voting Works. Huh? Why are we partnering with nonprofits? Uh, the government can't handle this itself. On an open-source software tool known as, excuse me, Arlo. I said Aslo before, Arlo. Which is provided to state and local election officials for free, A-R-L-O. Arlo. I have it down here as Arlo, too. I kept saying Aslo. Arlo. What the hell is Arlo? And who backed Arlo? So just to be clear, what we're talking about here, to simplify this, because there are some liberals listening again. So the DHS CISA division partnered with some nonprofit to develop a voter auditing tool called Arlo. Why would you partner with a nonprofit? Why isn't why aren't the individual governments at the state and local level doing their own audits? You know, like paper trails and votes. It's not hard. Who did you vote for? I don't know. I checked this box. Trump. Can we look at it? Let's go back to your ballot. Here's who you voted for. How hard is this? You have one job. Count the votes. Why do we need a nonprofit? No less a nonprofit in name Arlo. Well, who backed this whole venture to partner with this Arlo Voting Works project? Let's go to screenshot number two from the Hill. Heading into 2020, we're exploring all possible ways that we can support state and local election officials while also ensuring that Americans across the country can confidently cast their votes. CISA director Christopher Krebs said in a statement Yeah, that's the guy who was just fired by Trump for issuing that blanket statement that, yeah, this is the safest and securest election ever. Okay, if it was, then maybe you might want to wait until we actually get the results in and finalize. We haven't even had a certification yet. But no, he came out in advance and said that. So this Krebs guy who Trump can and who issued this pre you know, very preliminary statement about how safe and secure the election was before it's even been certified, they partnered up with voting works and all, well, who's voting works again, hat tip, Kyle Becker on this. This is just fascinating. You know, <laughs> Joe, this can't possibly, be clearly I made this, it's gotta be a screenshot. Check this out. So the, we have DHS partner with voter works. Voting works was created within and incubated by the left leaning center for democracy and technology. Huh? The Center for Democracy and Technology's major donors include large left of center foundations, including George Soros. Oh my God, you're not allowed to say this. Foundation to Promote Open Society, the Ford Foundation, and the MacArthur Foundation. Uh, really? So this Voting Works Arlo project that's working with this branch of the government that automatically issued a statement right away. Hey, hey, this is all safe and secure. No, Nothing to see here, folks. This guy, Christopher Krebs, they're working with this group Arlo. And one of the donors to this Voting Works are these left-leaning groups, including one of Soros' groups again. Folks, again, does that mean there's fraud? No, it doesn't. Does it mean there could be fraud? An investigation could tell. And can I ask the obvious Occam's razor question here? What the hell is the government at any level partnering with a group that's taking money from far left groups doing taking money from far left groups? Don't you think that's kind of like weird? Like you try to avoid any. Is this what am I explaining this wrong? You're the DHS. I don't want money from right or left leaning groups in a vote auditing system. Conservative, liberal, whatever. There should be no partisanship in this at all. Vote auditing should be about vote auditing. Go back to the states, ask them how they're tallying their votes. Can we go back and see a paper trail? Why are we partnering up with people from left-leaning groups, no less groups funded by a known liberal billionaire who's funded liberal causes all around the country? Did you ever think for a moment that that would cause a bit of skepticism and for people to say, should we really be auditing the vote trail? With a group associated with far-left groups? That doesn't make sense. Folks, I... I, I <laughs> you know, we live in the greatest country on Earth, and we are rapidly descending into third-world republic status because of nonsense. Like, nobody saw this as an issue. Yeah, let's do a voter auditing system nationally. Let's roll it out in key states, partner up with key swing states, and let's use this whole voting works thing, which is taking money from various left-leaning groups. Sounds like a great idea. This guy, Chris Krebs, by the way, who headed the CISA that supported this project, apparently. This is the same guy who backed this Arlo and issued the statements. Let me show you this Washington about how safe and secure the election was. Let me show you this Washington Examiner article. Again, be in the show notes today. This guy was on, uh, they were talking about it on Lou Dobbs' show. DHS agency failed to disclose voting machine company advisors in a statement about election security. Remember that? I covered that the other day. So the same guy who partnered with this Arlo Voting Works group that was taking left-leaning money to audit the vote. Great idea there. This is the same guy we can see in this Washington Examiner piece that issued this statement before votes have been certified anywhere. No worries, folks. This was safe and secure. A statement placed on the CISA website last week failed to disclose that the voting machine companies facing allegations by Trump and his allies of rigging the contest in favor of Joe Biden, specifically Dominion Voting Systems and Smartmatic were part of the groups that authored the declaration, Dobbs said in a show on Tuesday. So just so we're tracking here, this guy Chris Krebs runs this DHS division, issues a statement, no worries, folks, this is all safe and secure. Doesn't disclose in the statement that people who were on that little board that issues the statement on that little consortium there were the Dominion and uh, Smartmatic folks, Dominion who's running the systems that people are curious about, and this is the same Krebs guy who was promoting this partnership with Voting Works to audit that, who was partnering with Arlo and this Voting Works were taking money from left leaning groups. Don't worry, not, not don't ask questions. Can we flip this script? Can we do the, I'll flip you. Flip. Can we do that a little bit here? Can, am I allowed to, can I do that? Do we need Benicio Del Toro to make a guest appearance on the show? I'll do it. We'll flip you. Through. Imagine for a moment, let me just tell you a quick story. Because I know the liberals listening are like, because that's what they do. They don't want to actually ask questions. If I was doing a show today, I'm putting on my liberal hat for a moment. I was a liberal host. And I said, folks, liberal friends, you're never going to believe this. The, these right, leaning billion, I'm not even going to mention a name because just say some right, you know, you know all the groups. A right leaning billionaire is financing a government effort to audit a vote, audit a vote that that got President Trump elected. There are suspicions about vote counts everywhere. The audit of that trail is being run by this group in, in conjunction with a government entity sponsored by right wing billionaires. In addition, the voting systems that historically Republicans have said, hey, we have a problem with these systems. Those voting systems that are being audited were in on a statement that said, don't worry, there's nothing to audit. This is safe and secure. Liberals, if you were listening and I was a liberal, you'd be losing your minds. Wow, that sounds really crazy, no? Right, Joe? Right-leaning billionaire auditing a vote trail with a voting software system that even Republicans called out a few years ago. No, but since it's liberals who have in the past questioned Dominion and Smartmatic voting systems and have donated to this group. There's nothing to see here. Now, you don't believe, you don't believe me, you don't think that liberals have called out the Dominion voting systems for potential problems with the software when we've had anomalies in the vote? Well, let's go to John Solomon's site again, just the news right here. So we can tie this little bad boy together. John Solomon, great article in the show notes today. Highly recommend you read it. Congressional Democrats had raised security concerns about Dominion and other voting machine companies. So it's okay. Just to be clear, folks, again, the statement that DHS issued in conjunction with Dominion and Smartmatic that said nothing to see here, folks, this is perfectly safe and secure. When Democrats, when we bring up concerns about that, it's a conspiracy theory. But when Democrats, as you can see from the piece, go on the record and raise the same concerns about Dominion, it's a okay, folks. Nothing to see. Let me read from this Just the News piece. The allegations against Dominion were detailed in a series of letters. Letters, that means people wrote this down, folks, for the liberals listening. Set in December of 2019 by Democrats Elizabeth Warren, Ron Wyden, and Amy Klobuchar, along with the Democrat rep Mark Pocan. The letters about Dominion were addressed to several capital investment groups that had purchased shares in numerous election software companies. Amongst those companies were Dominion Voting Systems, stakes in which had been accepted by Staple Street Capital Group in New York City. Dominion has been plagued by reports of glitchy software in at least several voting jurisdictions throughout the country since Election Day 2020. So let's just tie this up in a cutesy little ball here. So we have a DHS branch headed by a guy who backed this statement in conjunction with Dominion, who had a glitchy software system Democrats were worried about before the election, used in key states in this election. This guy, Krebs, puts out a statement saying, nothing to see here, folks, safe and secure, everybody move along. And if you want to audit it, he also backed an auditing system used in key states that was incubated, let's say, by a group called Voting Works backed by some far-left billionaire donors. Move on, Joey says, right? move on.org. nothing to see here, folks. Move on. Double barrel. We're not going to move on. We'll ask the questions. Because you asked the questions. Because we have Democrats on the record asking the question about Dominion voting systems. I'm not accusing Dominion voting systems of anything. I'm just asking the same questions the Democrats did. Eliz Warren and others who said the software was glitchy and had issues. Can we not check into that? It's only the most important election of our lifetime. Can we make sure it wasn't glitchy this time? Uh, there's more. So we had hold your horses. We had, hey, this is interesting. Now we have section three. This is one sub C of what the hell's happening in Georgia. More on that in a second. Let me get to my third sponsor here. But yeah, the Georgia story gets even more interesting as votes keep being found in Georgia. Third sponsor there, good friends at Omaha Steaks. We are an Omaha Steaks household because they're the best darn steaks out there. Their meats are delicious. Here's the problem with Omaha Steaks. When you start eating, you can't stop. I love Omaha. You will never eat another steak again. With Omaha Steaks, you can avoid crowded grocery stores and restaurants for contactless delivery of steaks, easy meals, and more. <laughs> steaks are del- The only problem with this, I say this all the time, I'm not messing with you, is when I get super hungry and I have to read this ad in the morning, my mouth starts to water and I have to take breaks in between. We're going to have to start cutting those breaks out. If this 2020, <laughs> there you go. If this 2020 holiday season feels like it's been a long time coming, make it worth the wait. Send the perfect gift. Send yourself something special and bring families together for a delicious Omaha Steak holiday feast. The deluxe, the, the deluxe grillers assortment, uh, assortment. Excuse me. Deluxe grillers assortment includes assortment. Spit it out. The deluxe grillers assortment includes a, v- a vast variety of entrees, sides, and desserts. Right now, you can get this mouthwatering, literally mouthwatering package plus free uh, four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price available only to my listeners. They just sent it the other day. Right, me and Paula. We have a couple refrigerators. That first world problems. We have a couple refrigerators and freezers downstairs stacked for the holidays with Omaha Steaks. That's a discount. They have an exclusive offer. It's a discount of over 50%. Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter the code Bongino into the search bar. It's not just steak, Omaha Steaks. It's a guaranteed fantastic gift and a safe way to share the joy of the season. And don't forget when you order the deluxe Griller's assortment, Nice. You also get four free Omaha Steaks burgers and a free digital meat thermometer. We should have, I should have brought the meat thermometer up. With my code Bongino at omahasteaks.com. You won't find this deal anywhere else. Omaha Steaks delivers quality, guaranteed, and safely with every order. Visit omahasteaks.com, type Bongino in the search bar, and shop the best gourmet gifts of the season. Great gift, great food. We absolutely love it. I'm addicted. Their ground beef is killer, too. Paula makes empanadas with it. Mm. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Love having you here. All right. So back to section one sub C here. The heck is going down in Georgia? So, Georgia, we've seen some anomalies there as well, worth entertaining, like rejection rates for mail-in ballots and signatures that are historically low. Well, why would that be? I mean, if roughly, say, 1% to 2% of mail-in ballots in every election for the last, say, 30 years were rejected due to signature mismatches, that would be what we would call, Joe, this is crazy, get ready for it, a consistent trend. You know, statistical models and all, Mm. things that escape (laughs) liberal. Or they duck they wanted to go over their heads. So if, let's say, for the last 20 years or so, we've seen rejection rates on mail-in ballots hover around 1% to 2%, and in this election they were 0.03%, I'd say that's kind of weird, no? Why? Maybe it was a public relations campaign as a not-so-prominent pollster anymore suggested to me on a social media platform. Social media social media campaign, like, only you can prevent far, That's what happened. All of a sudden, everybody learned how to sign their name. So for two, three decades, we've had roughly one out of every two out of every hundred mail-in ballots rejected because the signature didn't match. Meaning the person who sent the ballot probably wasn't the person for some reason. But strangely, in this election, down in Georgia and others, we've had 0.03, meaning a whole bunch of signatures that may not match are apparently sliding through. Could there be an innocent explanation? Ladies and gentlemen, I should have called this show Occam's Razor. Of course, there could be. Could be 62 standard deviations away from the mean and everybody magically in this election signed it right and there was no fraud at all. Could be. That requires a whole lot of assumptions, though, doesn't it? it would therefore violate Occam's Razor, wouldn't it? Well, there's a lot more going on in Georgia. That involve, involves more than just a very, very low rejection rate in defiance of historical statistical norms. There's a court filing in Georgia, too, where people have gone on the record. Now, again, for the liberals listening and the media types who, you know, don't do evidence and any kind of journalisming at all, these are court documents, meaning the people who are referencing the court document I'm about to show you from Georgia did this crazy thing, Joe. They raised their right hand and said, I'm going to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me, God. No, oh, that's... Cool. Mm -hmm. Here's a court document in Georgia that's really, really weird. Check this out. Sworn statement from someone. I'm not going to read this whole thing here. If you want to watch the video, you can read to rumble.com slash I have it up on the screen right now. But this is really weird. So you have this affian saying that most of the ballots had already been in. She's talking about mail ballots they received that look like they've been handled. Why, Joe? Because they had. Someone mailed it in. The mailman handled it. And the voter handled it, right? Right, Handled the ballot. Yeah. So it's he or she, whoever this affiant is, says, hey, so most of the ballots had already been handled. They'd been written on by people and the edges were worn. They showed obvious use. Again, folks, why? Because they were filled out and handled by voters. This isn't complicated. I know liberals are having a tough time here. However, one batch, he or she says, stood out. It was pristine. There was a difference in the texture of the paper. It was as if they were intended for absentee use, but had not been used for that purpose. There was a difference in the feel. These ballots included a slight depressed prefold so they could be easily folded and unfolded for use in the scanning machines. There were no markings on the ballot to show where they'd come from or where they'd been processed. They stood out. I said I wouldn't read it, but I'm going to, this is getting more. I'm actually interested. I'm going to read the whole thing. Sorry. Goes on. One more, one more quickie. In my 20 years of experience of handling ballots, again, this is the affian there, I observed that the markings for the candidates on these ballots were unusually uniform. Perhaps even with a ballot marking device. By my estimate, in observing these ballots, approximately 98% constituted votes for Joe Biden. I only observed two of these ballots as votes for President Donald J. Trump. I, 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 again, are we, we're not allowed to ask questions. Do you want uh, everybody? Follow, Joe, are you tracking what this what this Afian is saying? Yeah. This one, right hand up. Nah, hey, it's yeah, mm-hmm. all truth, nothing but the truth. So help me. She's saying that you know when you get mail-in ballots, we have a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. We're gonna use the Hunter Biden receipt for the Hunter Biden there signature. Remember that, Paul? Can you put me another? So here's what happens with a mail-in ballot. For, this is I'm sorry, folks, I don't mean to waste your time because you're all super smart. But here's what happens. When you get a mail-in ballot, you get a box. So let's use the back because I, so you get it has a little circle. And okay, let's document this out. Biden Trump. Because there's liberals watching here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Biden, Trump. Can you see that a little bit? I know there's a little bit of light shine mm-hmm. off, but I don't have my Sharpie. So me, I voted for Trump. This is how I voted. I'm, I'm walking you through. It's very complicated. Liberals need to be walked through. So I just want to make sure you understand what this Affian and George is saying because it's very serious. So this is what Dan Bongino and Paula did, talking about myself in the third person like Bob Dole. So this is what Dan Bongino did. He filled that out. There you go. There's my Trump box filled out. You then do this. This is crazy, folks. Follow me here. We're going to do a tutorial. You actually fold it. Ooh. Hand handling. I, mean, I, I know, Joey. I know you're puzzled. You yeah. fold the ballot or whatever. However, it usually comes pre-folded. And See, I don't have an envelope. So let's pretend we have a shh in the envelope. And then my, my mailman, Brian, who's a great guy, I walked out, I said, hey, Brian, can you take my ballot here? Yeah, sure, buddy. And then he has a hand, and he hand- that's what handling means. He grabs it. So when he grabs it, it goes in a batch. They get banged up and stuff. They come out. And then they get little edges and stuff. And yeah. They look a little worn because they've been handled. Yeah. Handled. Yeah, that, that, that's not what happened with these votes in Georgia. They came in seemingly pristine, not looking handled at all. And interestingly enough, Joe, you see how when I voted for Trump on my ballot like that? Yeah. You see how that's like a messy Mm -hmm. and it's not uniformly filled out? You know, like you filled it out like the Scantron. Remember when you were in college? These younger kids are like, what the hell are you talking about? Everyone our age is like, I remember the Scantron. You know, you don't fill out them uniformly. But strangely, all of the circles seem filled out the exact same way as if they were being filled out by a ballot marking device that was marking the ballots intentionally. You know, folks, not to get off on a tangent here, but nothing in nature is uniform. The principle of entropy and disorder reigns everywhere. You drive down your street here where I live on this island over here, and you see that bushes, our boy, landscapers, are are perfectly cut across the top. There are no straight edges in nature. You let those bushes go for four or five days, disorder reigns. Fractals, chaotic design everywhere. Well, fractals are more orderly, but... Not orderly like that. There is disorder reigns in nature. Whenever you see uniformity, there is something unnatural about it. So you're telling me the ballots were filled out the exact same way, the exact same way, with a device, a potential device here, and they're all filled out uniformly, and none of them had any bends or handling in them, and 98 were for Biden and two for Trump? You think that's worth looking into? Is there an explanation? I hope so. Can there be? I hope so. But that explanation requires me to assume a whole lot. That 98 people managed to fill out a ballot the same way and not handle them right? What, what the heck happened there? The Epic Times has a great piece on this, folks. I strongly encourage you to check out. Again, in the show notes today, mangino.com newsletter, if you'd like to check it out. Check this out about the Georgia situation. Georgia recount witnesses saw Trump votes counted for Biden. Affiants also swore to have seen suspiciously pristine, uncreased mail ballots uniformly and perfectly filled out. When you see perfection, that's not nature, meaning that's unnatural. Worth looking into? Let's go to the screenshot from the Epic Times piece, because it gets worse in Georgia. Three of the affiants, again, people who swore under oath, testified that they witnessed ballots cast for Trump being placed in stacks for Biden and counted toward the tally for the former vice president. One of the three said she recorded the activity on video. Wow, that'd be interesting. Probably means she has a video. Nicholas Zara said he saw ballots cast for Trump being placed in a pile, for, a pile for Biden when he observed the recount in Henry County. Other observers told Zerr that they noticed the same activity at three other auditor tables. When he brought the issue to the attention of the election official on site, it was met with extreme hostility. We allowed, we allowed to ask questions anymore? Again, for the umpteenth time, is there a potential innocent explanation for this? Of course. If someone has it, we will put it out on the show. But we will not stop asking questions. All right, let me get to my last sponsor, and I, I've got a s- couple videos here. You're not gonna want to miss one of dictator Andrew Cuomo. You may have seen it, but absolutely losing his marbles when someone dared to ask the king, King Cuomo, a question, and uh, the now second dumbest person on television. What? What? You can't say that. Uh, you know, Brian Stelter's always number one, Mr. Potato Head over at CNN, and usually Chuck Todd's number two. But we have to. We have a Joe, big change today. This is a seismic shift. You oh, ready? No. We're going to, Joy Reid has moved up so fast. She is now definitely in a strong okay. number two. I'm sorry, Chuck. Bronze, I I, listen, I know I should, I, should I, I I usually I consult with Joe before the show because I don't like these <laughs> seismic shift moments. It confuses Joe. <laughs> it he gets confused easily. Me and him are both getting old. We got a lot going yeah. on. I know that was a shock. He's not even going to be able to fight. He's going to edit the show terribly today. He can't. But yes, there's been a seismic shift. Joy Reid has now moved in to the second spot as the second dumbest person on television. I want to play this video of something she said. So stupid, um, that it, you wonder how like she thought she'd get away with it, but she's not, of course, because we're all over. It. All right, let's get to the Corona block uh, next. We haven't spoken about that in a while. All right, today's show brought to you by friends at Simply Safe. Listen, there's almost always a rise in break-ins during the holiday. It's really sad. It, it's true. I remember when I was a police officer. People know there's expensive gifts in the house. They see the boxes outside. It really stinks. That's why Simply Safe Home Security is having a huge holiday sale. 30% off any simply safe system and a free security camera. We got one right there, right behind the lovely Miss Paula. Recently, U.S. News & World Report called it the best home security of 2020. So whether you're traveling or staying put for the holidays, check out the 30% off plus free security camera deal before it ends this week. We love Safe. It's super easy to use. The app is, it's so user-friendly. Listen, I'm not the most tech-savvy guy. I figured it out lickety-split. Simply Safe won CNET's editor choice for home security and was named the best of 2020 by Forbes and Popular Mechanics. The system has an arsenal of sensors and cameras. They protect every inch of your home. It is super easy to set up. I took a snoozer about, what, a year ago when you said I was up? When I woke up, Paula was already done with it. You're like, gosh, she really takes care of it. She does. She is a fixer. She tells the kids, mommy's a fixer. And she's right. Then Simply Safe security specialist, they take over, monitoring your home around the clock, ready to send emergency help the moment there's an alarm. Get 30% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera today by visiting Simply Safe. By the way, that's Simply with an I. S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E. Simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Hurry, this expires on Friday. That's simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino simplysafecom safe.com slash Dan Bongino. Great sale, 30% off. All right. So we, we haven't covered the um, sad explosion in cases and in, uh, coronavirus in the country, but I, I think there are obvious questions like, is this, this virus doesn't seem to be, it doesn't seem to care where you live, what your politics are because viruses don't care because they can't care. Viruses live to do one thing that's replicate. Viruses aren't even alive. They're, it's basically a protein uh, with a with a lipid layer but andrew cuomo up in new york was deeply offended when some reporter you know joe this is weird like andrew cuomo who was deified he was sainted, mm-hmm. saint andrew cuomo before the now that the election's over and the democrats feel safe they think joe biden won now that it's it's all safe for them now all of a sudden reporters in new york are waking up so long and short of his The worst mayor on the history of planet Earth, uh, communist mayor, Bill de Blasio, they're shutting down the schools in New York again, despite very little evidence that transmission occurs from kids to teachers or kids to adults in any kind of large systematic way. They're shutting down the schools, throwing the entire state into disarray and the city into disarray. The New York City school system is the largest in the country. I have family up in New York. They are absolutely furious. Parents have to stay home from work. It's been a total mess. So a reporter said to the governor yesterday, "Hey, what's the deal with this? Like you guys are the schools open are they closed? Are you going to tell anyone?" Watch Cuomo completely melt down this power-hungry lunatic. Loses his mind at this uh, pre- loses lose his mind at this pressure. This just goes just to show you how the uh, This is why I I I got to be honest with you. I'm not messing with you. I'm being totally candid. The best thing that ever happened to me was losing that race for politics. I'm telling you, some of the people who win here are really awful people. They are. They're so attracted to power. Watch Cuomo totally melt down at this reporter. Check this out. When we did an orange zone and a red zone in Brooklyn and Queens, and we closed the schools, don't you remember that? It was three weeks ago. Okay, so don't you, so what are you talking about? How, what are you talking about? You're now going to override. We did it already. That's the law. An orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. So well, then you're confused. Well, I'm confused. And I then think i tell you what Parents are still confused as well. The oh, no, they're not confused. Tomorrow. You're confused. No, I think but parents are really confused as well. Read the law, and you won't be confused. But, Governor, what's the challenge in this question? Are the schools going to be open tomorrow? The schools are open by state law question i think he's correct in, in asking that question i don't think it's obnoxious at all well i don't really care what you think uh of course you agree with him because you're in the same business with him the schools by state law well what is the answer to your question <laughs> you know paula was commenting before the show she watches these cuts too like joe And she said to me, you believe the way this guy talks to people? It's just a bad guy, folks. Can I tell you a quick story? The people who are attracted to politics are generally power-hungry lunatics. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to them in their lives. Maybe they have an inadequacy complex. I don't know. But I will never forget my prior line of work. They have a pin system in Washington, D.C. So when you're in the Secret Service, you're taught to recognize pins congressmen have pin, have pins, senators have pins, staff members for the president have pins, they have what we call hard pins. And you recognize them and, you know, that way you don't have to stop everyone all the time. You get what I'm saying? So you see the pin, you go right ahead. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many stories I heard from agents and Capitol Hill police officers who would tell me things like, yeah, as these certain congressmen and congresswomen, they leave their pin off. I'm like, well, why? That grants them access. So they don't have to go through the, the whole metal detectors and stuff like that. Why would they leave their pin off? He said, they like, because the, they like you to stop them so they can challenge you and tell them who, do you know who you're stopping? I'm not kidding. I, th- that's not a joke. They take the pin off purposely so you'll stop them and then they get to tell you who they are. How dare you stop me? I'm Congressman Joey Bagadonas. This is how sick some of these people are. These are the dunces running our country. Now, I've been holding this supercut from the great Tom Elliott uh, at Grabian. Here is a supercut of the hypocrisy with these people. You know Cuomo, who was caught out in public without a mask on himself, but threatening everyone else who doesn't wear a mask? This is just half of it. This thing goes on for a while. But the hypocrisy with masking coronavirus is just ridiculous. Check out this supercut from uh, this is worth playing in. All of these hypocritical, phony, fraud politicians. You better wear a mask. We're going to shut it down. Violating shutdowns and not wearing masks themselves. Check this out. An 80 year old part time Napa resident called Nancy Pelosi. Can be seen slinking through a San Francisco hair salon. It's due to coronavirus regulations, salons in San Francisco are closed for indoor services. As it turns out, it was a setup. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup. I think that they owe, uh, that this salon owes me an apology. You went to the gym yesterday and Twitter lost its mind. I don't get it, but we'll move on with our lives. The gyms are all closed now, Alice. I did not for a moment think there was anything problematic because I knew the dynamics. And Again, I have to stay healthy so I can make the decisions for the people of the city. Did Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham play by her own rules when she ordered non-essential stores to shut down and lectured all New Mexicans to stay home, a non-essential business open so she could buy jewelry. Where's the first lady? Has she engaged in non-essential travel? What is your response to people who say the stay-at-home order and non-essential travel bans aren't being abided by your family? So I'm just not going to answer that question. It's inappropriate, and I find it reprehensible. That was the benighted governor of Illinois there at the end. He finds questions about his personal behavior in violation of the behavior he's recommending for others. Quote, reprehensible. Should we, should we, do, Joe, do, do we have one? Of, should we knight him? You know that you put the sword on the shoulder, each shoulder, Do we have a sword. We have like a, can we use this remote? Pretend <laughs> this is a sword, even better. Huh? We always go with the lint brush. I, mean, I love it because one of these goofballs at Mediaite or Media Matters was like, who keeps a lint brush at? I do. Lint, you're on TV. Woo, You know, that's how we're, you know, you want a bunch of lint on your clothes? But the lint brush has always been the go-to. <laughs> Let's pretend this is the lint sword for a moment. And you have Pritzker, the tyrannical governor of Illinois. How dare you question him violating his own rules? Stand there, man. JB. One show. We hit that. We could use the microphone, too. You know that? When they do that, you ever see that? When they knight them? That's what we do. And we knight him. Lord, Lord JB Prisky, whatever it is. Sir, Sir JB Prisky, right? We knight, how dare you ask these people anything? Goose, Scander, they don't care. So now I know I upset Joe today. I... Change their rankings, uh, rankings for the uh-huh. dumbest people on television, which is always a big seismic shift in our show. And I know, I know, I know. Joe, he's already mad at me. He's not even going to produce the show. there will be no show today. So he'll never make it on Apple Pie, Joe. It, Joe, it, 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 he's boycotting because he's so upset. I dare to. This is a seismic shift in the show. So it's always been, you know, uh, George Costanza, a.k.a. Brian Stelter. He's always pretty much number one for the dumbest people on TV. But Chuck Todd's always the second. Um, today, we're going to shift that a little bit. Again, we're going to move Joy Reid, who said one of the dumbest things I've ever heard on television, because all you have to do is like go to the Internet and actually look this stuff up, which she apparently is incapable of doing. Um, so Joy Reid from MSNBC went on the air because she's so upset that the Republicans are out there saying, hey, Operation Warp Speed, that created the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine in record time happened under the Trump administration. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me be crystal clear. I am a partisan, okay? Not a mystery. Uh, Joe's not shocked. Neither is Paul. I'm a conservative. Hmm. But if this was a Democrat president, we had a vaccine for a deadly virus, I would say, hey, cool, good job. It's not, not hard, right? It's not complicated, right? The Democrats can't take it that Donald Trump is still the president and that his operation warp speed, in conjunction with players from the private sector, Pfizer and Moderna, created this vaccine. They can't take it, despite the fact that it's a fact. F A C T, fact. He's still the president, and we have the vaccine. Joe, is the audience on Bubby? Can you fact check that for me? We have the, the announcement yeah. of the vaccine has happened, right? Yeah, yeah, it's done. Yeah. Just, yeah, we're cool. Okay. And Donald Trump is still the president, correct? Yes, yeah, he's still the guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, thank you. We did, just wanted to double check. I'm, you know. I'm cool, dude. So Joy Reid went on MSNBC and, again, uh, jumped right up the rankings with this absolutely ridiculous statement on the air because Joy Reid just doesn't know anything or does and lies to you. Check this out. I just want to fact check real quick to remind y'all that the companies themselves that are producing these vaccines were not involved in Operation Warp Speed and have said as much. So that's a lie. Really? That's news to me. So Moderna and Pfizer... Because Joy Reid is really this stupid or is really this much of a, there's no option C. She's either a liar who's not stupid because she didn't even bother to check if Moderna and Pfizer were involved in warp speed or she's really stupid and just doesn't know anything and goes on TV and says dumb stuff. So now obviously folks, I'm not stupid and then self praise things, but I, I, I actually do my homework before I come on the show. So I knew months ago Mod- Moderna and Pfizer were involved because I read stuff. it. this is not a self pat on the back moment. Just read something once in a while, Joy. All you had to do is go to a basic internet web search, web search, and say Moderna. This is what I put in. This is the article. But I should have just showed you the screenshot because it would be of my own phone. Just to show you how easy this would be. Well, was Moderna? Involved in Operation Warp Speed. So when you put in a, a search engine, Moderna Warp Speed, this is one of the first articles that comes up. Moderna's promising, corona- <laughs> <Unbelievable>. <laughs> corona, but Moderna's promising coronavirus vaccine is a major beneficiary of the Trump administration's Operation Warp Speed. Business Insider. <laughs> I, I should have just taken a screenshot of my phone. Is this hard? How did the producers of the show not stop her mid-sentence? When you're, can I give you a little behind-the-scenes? There's a lot of behind-the-scenes action today. You have a little thingy in your ear. Can you see in my, they call it an IFB, fancy TV talk. I call it an ear thingy. I love the word thingy. Thingy works for everything. The thingy in your ear, the squiggly thingy, right? The producers can talk in your ear. Did someone tell her in her ear on the show, Joy, don't be an imbecile? Moderna was part of Operation Warp Speed. You know how? You can just look that up. No, no, the show just went on. And by the way, Pfizer was part of Operation Warp Speed too. They took a $1.9 billion payment for delivery from the government as part of Operation Warp Speed to distribute their vaccine. Again, very easily searchable on the whole interweb thing. If you're interested in the whole facts kind of thing. I know that's hard. You're wondering what I'm going to do next. I know what's going on. I can read my wife like a book. So it's great about having, she's like, no way. There's a lot of no ways going on right now. I've had this segment about liberals misleading. She's laughing right now. What liberals misleading the results of the misreading and misleading that 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 was not a that was not a typo there misreading and misleading you about the results of the 2020 election for like two weeks. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to have to get to it tomorrow, but it's good. But I just want to end the can can we jump ahead to the Breitbart stuff? It's good. Here's the gist of it. I'll get to it tomorrow so don't miss it. They are totally misleading you about what happened in 2020. No, liberalism's great. Socialism's a really great thing. You, you're Everybody's lying, even though they lost all the swing state seats in Congress where people actually advocated for socialism. I'm going to have to get to that tomorrow, but I just want to jump to this because I'm not done with Outbrain. Outbrain, again, was an ad widget company it decided to cancel their contract with us at Bongino.com. Um, so again, are they the new tech tyrants? Have we been deplatformed? Are we trying to be deplatformed? Uh, we'll see, ladies and gentlemen, but it's getting worse. And I told you, That this tech tyranny was going to continue. And that I said this a few months ago. Joe, you remember it? I said, because my Facebook page, because you share it a lot, is either one, two, or three in the country on any given day, that I have been injected into the story about tech tyranny. Why? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You guys and ladies just go to my Facebook page and hit share. There's nothing nefarious about it. That's why it's popular. Liberals can't stand that you share it. So the fact that my page is number one, the liberals are using my name to say tech tyranny doesn't exist. You don't believe me? Here we go. Breitbart, story in the show notes again today. Not messing with you. Maisie Hirono. Maisie, you know, far left radical senator from Hawaii. Maisie Hirono claims conservatives aren't censored by big tech because media matters, radical lunatics, say so. Lucas Nolan, Breitbart. At the Capitol Hill hearing with the tech tyrants, tech tyrants the other day, look what happened. Look, This is a quote from Maisie Hirono. Maisie said, listen, everyone who has systematically looked at the content of social media from Media Matters, hilarious, to Cato Institute, the former Senator John Kiles found absolutely no evidence of anti-conservative bias in data from CrowdTangle, which shows that far, far right content from the likes of Fox News, Ben Shapiro, and Dan Bongino dominate the daily top 10 most engaged pages on Facebook. Folks, I told you about this. They were going to inject me into the story simply because you share my content on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, Facebook is in an all-out war against Mark Levin right now. Levin is not going to be posting. He put it out on his uh, Twitter today in his Parlor account that he's not going to be posting anymore on his Facebook after the end of the year. They have fact-checked our page to death. Our Bongino Report page, is forget it. They fact-check every single thing, even opinion pieces. I told you they were going to use me. It's going to continue. Only because you share my page. They're using it to discount all the social media bias. There's a lot more. These outbrain people picked a fight with me. It's a bad one. They didn't answer our email. yet. say, why, why, why not? You disable, you cancel our contract with the ad widget on Bongino.com. Why not just answer our email? You afraid we're going to put it out in here? Don't worry, outbrain. You started a bit of another uh, tech tyranny revolution in Dan Bongino's head. I got more. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to my show on Rumble. If you'd like to watch the video content, Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E, rumble.com slash Bongino. Also subscribe on uh, Bongino.com. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. I will see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.